0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everyone. This is Takor. Thank you for listening to Teachers Can Be Wealthy 2. I know that today is Monday. It's Memorial Day. So, listen, I usually record on Sunday, but guess what? Yesterday, Sunday was actually the day that we celebrated Memorial Day. So, Monday is really my chill day for today, right? No work, no anything. But I did not want to skip out on you. So, I am here today with a new episode to Teachers Can Be Wealthy. Listen, this is what I want you to do while you're listening. Go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at Lewis underscore entrepreneur. So that's going to be T-H-A-K-O-R-E-L-E-W-I-S underscore Edupreneur, that's E D U P R E N E U R. Connect with me on IG. Also, you can go to the website at www.kslinstitute.com. KSLinstitute.com. KSL Professional Development Institute aka Teachers Training Academy, is my business, my organization where I help entrepreneurs or I help teachers become entrepreneurs. Whether you want to start a side hustle or a full-time business, whether you want to take courses to strengthen your teaching skills, I have a lot of things on the website for you. Coast courses, coaching, and even this podcast, just giving you some information, some strategies, hopefully helping you to change your mindset, helping you to see that you can actually grasp hold to financial financial stability and teacher wealth. Okay. So again, Go to Instagram at Secor Lewis underscore edupreneur or go to my website bookmark it. You want to save it because I'm always adding new courses and new things on the website. So that's www.kslinstitute.com and what I have going on coming up really soon. I'm creating a course for teacher authors. So I'm going to walk you through how to become a teacher author by creating children books. We're going to talk about different types of children books that you can get into and talk about the self-publishing process to that. So this is going to be an awesome course because I'm going to walk you through step-by-step of self-publishing, how to get started with curating your idea to be a children's author with your storytelling, creating your characters, and looking at what genre of children's books that you want to create. So I'm in a process of creating that course. I really don't want to give a date on it right now because I'm one of those type of people that I really believe in quality over quantity. And I don't want to just put something out there. I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best of what I have to give and the knowledge that I have uh, from, you know, my, what has it been now? Maybe uh, 10 years as an author, I started as a Christian nonfiction and fiction author. And then I migrated into doing children's books. So I do both of those. But as a teacher, I think that becoming an author is one of the greatest passive incomes that you can create because you're already creative, right? You already do this in your day-to-day life as an educator, creating things, coming up with stories, coming up with passages and dialogues and lesson plans and materials and goals to Meet the objectives and standards for your students' education so you can convert all of that into becoming a t- children's book author, right? So, I really love writing children's books, I love when I go into a school and I come in as the author to read for the day or go and host an event at the library to do a free reading of my children's books. And I also teach classes online around my children's book, right? So it's so many things that you can do as a children's author. It's so many ways to go. So we're going to talk about all of that in my course. So if you go on the website, you will be able to go to where it says income streams for teachers and click on the children's book author um, post. And once you click on that, you can sign up to get information about the new course. So if you want to be an author, you want to know about self-publishing, you want to understand the ins and outs of getting started with that and learn about the children books genre, then you want to make sure that you're signed up to get information from when that course is going to roll out. okay? because it's going to be the bomb, I promise. So enough about that. It's all about you. So all of this, what I'm giving to you, is all about you, because I believe that teachers can be wealthy. I'm very passionate about advocating for the success of educators and knowing that. We don't have to just sell peanuts, but we can (laughs) build, we can build, we can grow. We can not only just get the bag, but we can own the bank. So put that in your mind. I know we're always talking about, you know, Uh, We use language that's trendy and that's culture friendly and, you know, people always talk about getting the bag, getting the bag and I'm like, you know what? I don't want just the bag. I want the bank. I want to own the bank. So when we talk, talk about touching on teacher wealth, we're talking about financial security, stability, generational wealth. We're talking about having the life that you want, the freedom that you want, the time that you want, you know, taking back control of the life and lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. And especially if you have a family. So I'm really big on generational wealth. I'm really big on breaking generational uh, poverty and all of those things. And so that's what I want to inspire you you to think about you know even if you haven't really thought about it at this point I hope somewhere these podcast episodes inspire you to think a little wide a little deeper you know and a little broader and to open up you know your trajectory in your life with the things that you feel purposeful about things that you feel passionate about and cause you to be persistent have faith and be consistent and disciplined in getting to the point that you want to be. Now, when we talk about teacher with that may look different from you than it does, you know, myself or someone else. For me, Teachers Can Be Wealthy means means that we can start businesses too. We can create income that allows us to live the kind of life that we want. It's not all about the money, but it can be about the time. It can be about the freedom. It can be about your mental health. It can be about making sure that your passion does not burn out. It can be about career transition. It can be about creating generational wealth for you your children and their children so it goes into so many different rivers that flows into you know the lane of what you want it to be okay so there's so many different river streams that flows into the lane that you want it to be and so what are those river streams those river streams are different streams of income I believe that you as an educator, you can have your job. No one is saying quit your teaching career, okay? But you can also have other income streams, other river streams that flow into the direction that you want for your life, your pathway, right? So what I mean by that, there can be side hustles. Maybe you have a side hustle, a part-time business, something that you're doing where you're monetizing your teaching skills, you're monetizing You know, um, everything that you've learned as an educator professionally on the job experience through your education um, to becoming an educator and you take those things and you monetize it. That means that you you take your skills and you offer it to other people as a service or as a product and you get money from that so you can be in the classroom seven to three eight to four whatever you're doing and then go home and have a side hustle, something that you do part-time. Or you could be in the classroom and work on building your full-time business, you know, if that's something that you want to do. Maybe you're into, you know, being an independent contractor for companies. That puts you into a place of self-employment. Maybe you want to start a business where you are employer of others. You can do that. Or you can be a solopreneur where you start a business and you don't employ others, but you provide a service or a product to other people so you have a customer service base to your business okay so there's so many different ways that you can do this you can either either create active side hustles or active income and what active income is that means that you think about the word active you have to actively do something you have to tangibly physically do something whether it's a tangible physical side hustle a tangible physical business that could be something like tutoring you have to actively show up to do that right that could be something like starting a um, babysitting service I don't know it could be starting a nanny au pair service it could be recruitment service it can be resume writing virtual assistant so these are some things that you have to actively work on and be in the business or the side hustle to receive income. And then there's passive income where you do not, you may have to create a product once, but after that, it keeps on selling or people keep accessing your service. That would be things like, Courses, online courses, that would be things like ebooks, books um, printable materials, digital materials, teaching products, that would be things like being a teacher, um, a children's book author, investing in the stock market. So these are things that we call passive income because you don't physically have to be there. Now, with passive income, I do like to um, uh, for people to understand that it starts active and then it leads into the passive. What do I mean by that? You have to actually write the book, right? You have to market the book. You know, you have to prepare a website and all of these materials for your book. You have to go through the publishing writing process. But then once you have that product complete, you no longer really have to actively do anything because it's complete now you may have to do some marketing make sure you get in the face of the right people but the product will continue to sell itself maybe you have it online and people access your courses 24 hours a day you make money in your sleep that's passive income okay um so these are some things that you may want to really think about What is it that you want to do? So number one, we're talking today about how to get started in business in the marketplace. I've talked about this, you know, plenty of times. You will always hear me talk about the marketplace because for me, what I do, I help my clients or students if they're taking my courses or I'm coaching them. I am teaching you as an educator how not to leave education. Did you hear me? How not to leave education. So I believe that you could take your skills that you went to school for, your on-the-job experience you have, and you don't have to leave the teaching sphere. You don't have to leave the education industry, Right. You can take your same skills, your same knowledge, your same experience, your same educational degree, and you can create a business, a side hustle. You don't have to leave teaching. Maybe you want to leave the classroom, but you don't have to leave teaching. I think sometimes people feel like they just have to leave teaching because they are exhausted They don't feel supported. They're not paid what they're worth. They have a lot of debt. They're working two and three jobs. They're paying out of pocket for, you know, classroom materials. So they get burned out and discouraged and they leave the education industry. The education industry needs you. Students need you. Your clients need you. They need passionate, purposeful, called Individuals. Some people are not called to education, but if you are called to education, I want to encourage you to stay in education. However, I will encourage you to think outside the box. Maybe being an educator, a teacher, is not just in the traditional classroom. Maybe it's virtual teaching. Maybe it's doing tutoring online. Maybe it is creating a side hustle where you are, are you know, um, tutoring people for you know, the the GED? Maybe you are creating a child care service, a babysitting service, a recruitment service for teachers. You can still remain in education and use your skills and your teaching, but in another way that's not traditional. So, I am not promoting leave education, leave education to make more money. I'm saying that teachers can be wealthy too, doing exactly what we do, what we're skilled at, what we're trained in as teachers. I don't know about you, but you should hear my excitement, right? I'm excited about that. Why do I have to leave education? For one, let's keep it real. Let's be transparent because I'm transparent. If you don't know by now, go back and listen to the other podcast. So I went to school for education. I have a lot of student loans that I have to pay off. Let's be even a little bit more real about it. Over $100,000. Why? Because let me let me break it down for you. I have an associate's degree in education. I have a technical diploma in education, which is a one-year diploma from a technical college. That's when I first got started. I have a bachelor's degree in education. I have a TESOL um, certification in education to teach English as a second language. And I have a master's degree in education. Yeah, right? So all of that education and knowledge that I've, accumulated over 25 years in this industry. I also have over $100,000 in student loans. Why? If I would have knew better, if someone told me better when I was younger, I would not have done that. However, I am the first generation in my family, in my immediate family. I have my mom and my older sister and my younger sister. I am the first with a degree I'm the first to go to college. I'm the first with a graduate degree. I'm the first with a business. I'm the first who've ever, you know, written a book. I'm the only one actually to tell you the truth. I'm the first and the only one. Now behind me to have degrees, I have two nieces, my older sister's daughters. They are both educated and have degrees. Okay. One is a computer engineer and the other one is in public health. Okay, one has like a computer certification certificate, not a degree, but she went to a technical training and made great money and she does computer engineering. The other one has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree in biology and public health. But I am the first and then they came behind me. So no one told me anything about not accumulating this this debt, these student loans, All I knew was I didn't have the money. I come from a poor family, you know, in the younger years, I grew up on welfare. I lived in the housing projects later in life. My mom went to school and and she became a private duty nurse, you know, taking care of people in their homes. But that was when I was like 14, 15 years old. So I grew up, you know, in the housing projects on welfare. Eventually, you know, we left the housing projects. Eventually mom got a little better paying job, but we were still poor. So I didn't, she didn't have money to send me to college, but I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to do something more. I've all, I was always the A student in school. I always wanted to be a writer. Didn't really think about being a teacher. I wanted to be a lawyer. I went to school for law. Then I was so, you know, you know how you are sometimes when you're younger. I was so caught up in like, oh, I don't want to do this. I was going through the growing pains. So I switched from law and went to school to be a paralegal and then I switched from that and I went to school for <laughs> to be um, to dental lab technician where you make dentures and false teeth and I know how to do all of those things. I've been in school for other things other than education. And then finally, I decided I wanted to be a teacher and I stuck with that particular career for the last 24, 25 years. But I've gone to school, like I said, for law. Then I went for paralegal because I said, well, if I don't become a lawyer, that's going to take too long. And my young mind said, I'll go to school and be a paralegal. They, you know, they make about $75,000 or $100,000 a year and they're, you know, they, they help the lawyer. So I went to school for that and then I was like, eh, I don't want to do that. So I've had all of those different phases during my younger years and then finally I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to school to be an educator. I I want to do this. I think I can do this. And I stuck with it. And I love teaching. I love to teaching comes natural to me. So I say all of this to say that I'm an advocate for educators. You do not have to leave education to be wealthy, I know people are burnt out, but if you're passionate, if you're listening to this episode and you are passionate and you love teaching, but you're trying to figure out what else can I do? You're trying to get out of student loan debt. You're tired, tired, tired. (laughs) I'm I'm going to say like like the country folks. You're tired, you know, you're you're tired of struggling You're tired, Tired. I can't even talk right now, of eating oodle noodles because you are that passionate teacher that sacrifices and you buy classroom materials and you try to put your all into your students and you have, you know, so you have a second job working at Pizza Hut or driving for Uber just to make ends meet. I get it. You're passionate. So guess what? You don't have to leave education. You can still teach But perhaps, let me propose a question. How can you still teach, but in a new way? What would that look like for you? Does that mean leaving the classroom? Or does it mean staying in the classroom, but doing something additionally? Does it mean working for yourself, creating a business, or becoming an independent contractor, what does that look like for you? How can you make that happen? How can you still be an educator without becoming burned out? So think about it. What would you do? What could keep you doing what you love? What is it that would inspire you, inspire you to stay passionate and continue? as an educational an education professional. Um, a great way to do this is to really take a weekend. And the reason why I say weekend sometimes the week is hectic. I know that we many teachers are finished for the school year. If you're a traditional classroom teacher, you're finished for the school year. so but there may be some things that you're kind of busy and active during the week. I say take the weekend, specifically maybe a Sunday afternoon or Saturday morning, get a notepad, sit down and think about what would keep me inspired as an educator. I want you to write that question on your paper. What would keep me inspired as an educator? Then I want you to write question number two. How can I avoid Burnout. In teaching. And then question number three. If I could do anything else in education, what would it be? So those are three questions I want you to seriously answer for yourself. This is not for anyone else. This is for you. This is to give you food for thought. This is to help you to really. Look over your pathway, see if you're in the place that you want to be in, and think about your next. Remember, I'm not talking about leaving education. If that's something that you want to do, then you know, kudos to you. I support you, be empowered, and do what it is that you feel led to do. However, I am encouraging teachers to remain teachers and to continue what they're passionate about, continue what they're driven about, continue what they've gone to school for, got all of this student loan for, and to shake the stereotype, to shake, you know, that warped vision that teachers are poor. Teachers doesn't don't make enough money. Teachers can't be wealthy. I want to dismantle that. I don't know about you, I I just like being outside of the box. I like shaking the tree of traditional beliefs. I like changing the conversation. Teachers can be wealthy, but perhaps we have to create our own lane. We have to open up our minds to something greater, something bigger. We have to open up the eyes to our trajectory increase our territory in other areas. But we don't have to walk away from education. Maybe you walk into the education marketplace. Maybe you walk into education virtually online. Maybe you become a teacher author and you take your skills as an educator to teach children through storytelling. Maybe you become a tutor. Maybe you offer that service. Maybe you help to work with teachers to create courses to strengthen their skills. Maybe you help teachers with career planning. There's so many different things that you can do as an educator using the same skills that you've acquired, the same knowledge you've acquired through your four or five years, eight years of school. But I think that you can dismantle this thought that teachers are poor Overworked, underpaid, burned out, and not passionate about teaching. But you may just have to do it in a way that's not traditional. Why is it, and why why is there an um, educational marketplace if there's not a need for teachers in the marketplace? If someone who does real estate can get into the education marketplace by teaching their skills and their knowledge and experience with real estate. with real estate and not real estate, but real estate. And they're not a traditionally trained educator and you are. Why is it that you can't take your skills as a professional, traditional teacher and create something great and share it with those who need what you have? So you could definitely do that. So, Those are the three questions I want you to ask yourself. You know, how can you stay inspired as a teacher? What do you need to stay inspired as a teacher? How can you avoid burnout? If you could do anything else in teaching, what would it be? Sit down, write those focus answers down. And then once you have that answer, start mapping out what that looks like for you. Because what this is doing, this is food for thought. This is putting you in the seat of thinking about what you want. And once you get in the seat of thinking about where you want, what you want, you can start thinking about how to get there. So I want you to think about the what. And once you have the answers to the what, what all of that looks like, think about the how. And once you think about the how, how can you do this? Then you think about the when. So we're focusing on the what, the how, and the when. So your what is, what does all that look like? What is it that you need? How can you do these things? In what way can you create that what for your life? And then your when is going to be your timetable, When do you want to do these things? When will you start just to begin working on those things? So the what, the how, and the when. Those are the three focuses that I want you to really think about. The what, the how, and the when. Because when you think about the what, you should already know your why for it. Because it's very important to have your why. Why do you want those things? Your why and your what is going to go together. Because I'm telling you to think about what is it that you need. And while you're thinking about your what, your why is going to come up. So your what, your how, and your when. We want to create a timetable for yourself to transition and to create the atmosphere that you need, the environment that you need, the peace that you need, the encouragement, the passion that you need, the persistence and drive that you need. It is readily available to you if you put yourself in position to get started, to view and and take a step back and look at everything, it is there for you. So you know what, I am excited. I do you hear my excitement? You know, my voice gets a little bit pumped and a little bit amplified when I'm excited and I talk about these things, because yes, teachers can be wealthy too. Let's avoid the burnout by position our positioning ourselves into the kind of spaces and lanes that we want to be in. And remember, I talked about streams, river streams, income streams. You want to make sure, because see, the reason why I say river streams, rivers flow, right? And they all have different streams. They either go to the north, the west, the south, or the east, right? You determine what stream, how you want your streams to flow, Your stream can flow into the education marketplace. Your stream can flow into creating a part-time side hustle. Your stream can flow into creating an education full-time business. Your stream can flow into an active income. Your stream can flow into a passive income. You can stay centered in the classroom if you want to that you can have these other river streams that flows out of where you are out of the skills you have out of the knowledge you have why go to school for so so long and have all of this student loan debt to walk away from education now if you want to again kudos to you i pat you on your back because i really believe that people are them you know are their best selves when they're doing what they are passionate about and when they love what they're doing. So if you feel like you're done with education, you have to leave education to go and do something else, to have the life that you want, then, you know, I support you. More power to you. Blessings be with you in your process. However, if you are passionate about being a teacher, but you're feeling burned out, you're tired of the bureaucracy, you're tired of the treatment, you're tired of being, you know, overworked and underpaid, and you want to create a life where your passion can flow and shine through and you can stay passionate about teaching. You want to inspire more individuals, but you want to do it on your terms, then I am saying create your own lane, create your own river stream, allow it to flow in the direction that you want it to flow in. So good people, I am going to end right there for today. I hope that this has inspired you, got you thinking, changing that mindset, get you started on where to go, basically. So what is today all about? Today is about how to avoid and or overcome teacher burnout by creating the environment, the atmosphere, the experience, and the lane that you desire. All right, everybody, make sure you connect with me. I'm going to end right here for today. Connect with me on IG. Connect with me at teacher, not teacher, but to core. <laughs> I keep saying teacher so much. To core Lewis underscore edupreneur on IG. Let me spell my name for you. T-H-A-K-O-R-E-L-E-W-I-S underscore edupreneur, E-D-U-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. And also make sure you go and bookmark my website that's my location that's where you find me that's my online you know my online visibility my online presence at www.kslinstitute.com let's connect send me a message go on ig send me a message let me know if the things that i'm sharing with you on the podcast how is it inspiring you is it inspiring you what have you been thinking about? What have you put into motion since listening to the different episodes? And how can I help you? I would love to partner with you and coach you through the process of starting your education side hustle or your education full-time business, okay? Or changing your mindset and getting yourself in the place of transitioning, okay? Take a course, look at the website. If you want to learn how to... Um, Start your side hustle, connect. If you want to become an author, let's connect. Whatever it is, even if you just have a basic question about all of these things that I'm always talking about, connect. All right, into next line. I can't even talk. (laughs) Into next time, good people. Peace, love, and power. Have a wonderful day. Bye.